Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Share with us, please, what's going on. And the first name I saw was Halima Mustafa. Yeah, well, uh, this latest arrest, which was on Wednesday, uh, was a little bit unsettling for me because, uh, as you said, I think last time we spoke, I'd been to Iraq and Syria um, trying to track down and interview Canadians who had joined ISIS and been captured. Um, but this time, I, I literally had to drive five minutes to get to the uh, to the home where this woman lived and where she was arrested. Um, so it was it, it uh, was very close to home. Um, and again, it's a it's a young couple. The it was a husband and wife, um, Halima Mustafa Ekermal. Uh, they traveled. Uh, they left Canada last June. Traveled out of Toronto to made their way to Turkey. And uh, the allegations are that they intended to cross into Syria to join the Islamic State, but were intercepted. So it's the latest um, in a fairly, you know, I guess a growing number of Canadians anyway that uh, have been implicated as what they call extremist travelers, which is basically uh, people who decide to leave the country and join a foreign terrorist organization. And, uh, you know, there's a number of risks that are involved with that, and that's why the police are seem to be making it a bit more of a priority these days. Yeah, I, you wrote in your story that uh, the RCMP statement said the primary objective of these investigations is to ensure public safety while deterring, preventing, and or disrupting others from engaging in similar, similar criminal activity. I think for most people, I don't want to say it was off the radar, but there was a sense that ISIS had been, uh, for the moment, been silenced, and so this wasn't an issue, and clearly it still is. Well, it's true that ISIS is not the magnet that it was. Uh, back in, you know, 2013, 14, particularly 2015, there were a lot of Canadians that were leaving cities like Calgary and Toronto and Ottawa, uh, Montreal, Vancouver, and uh, making their way to, to ISIS. So, you know, the concern... Um, uh, about people leaving to join ISIS is not what it was. Uh, the concern has kind of shifted in the sense that it's more about them coming back now. Uh, and so, um, as with this young woman who was arrested last week, she's somebody who has allegedly attempted to join ISIS, but come back. And the concern is, of course, that people that are so uh, committed to a an ideology like that promoted by ISIS, which is, you know, by definition, extremely violent and intolerant and against almost everything that Canada stands for, um, remain in Canada or they have come back to Canada. And what risk does that pose in terms of potential that they might try and act here? And we've seen in past instances where people that have gone abroad to take part in terrorism and come back have engaged in terrorism. They have gone on to not necessarily conducting attacks, although that has, has happened. That happened not that long ago in Toronto, where um, a one woman did an attack in a Canadian tire. Um, but they also do things like um, raising money, recruiting other people, or indoctrinating other people into the ideology, or using their connections to facil- facilitate other people going overseas to take part in terrorism.
So it is, um, it's an ongoing, long-standing concern um, of, for Canadian security. Um, the Prime Minister said, um, and I'm paraphrasing, said that some of these returning ISIS fighters could contribute greatly to um, assisting in, in uh, changing people's views and minds and beliefs when it comes to terrorism. Do you have any sense, based on what you saw and the people you've spoken to, that that's an achievable, achievable objective, and would they be of any help? You know, I think it really depends on the individual. Um, I'd say that the Prime Minister was maybe didn't fully understand the issue when he said that, because there are really very, very few people who have gone abroad to join these types of terrorist groups that have um, become uh, advocates against extremism. Uh, right. We've seen a number of them in other areas. For example, there's quite a few uh, people that were involved in the far right, uh, right-wing extremist groups and neo-Nazi groups that have come around and grown up and yeah. are now you know, quite active. But there's hardly any on the jihadist front that, uh, that have done that. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.